0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
4: brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience
0: bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
4: Greetings and welcome inside Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Happy Friday. Doug Gottlieb was just seen in Vegas shirtless with Aaron Donald and Von Miller, (laughs) so glad that you're able to uh, 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 stop by and do the show, Doug, because I know you had other things going on.
3: I did, I did. Uh, I was, I was drinking 1942 straight. I was, I was pounding that stuff. Uh, but I, I did. I took five minutes out of my time, put down the Twitter to put down the Twitter machine, and I'm slumming it and filling in for uh, for for Dan with you. How are you?
4: I'm good, man. I, it, look, I'm not as good as the Rams because clearly they, they are they are the team of the people. You know, with the the party on Monday and the the cursing and the and the drinking and the and the videos on on TMZ and we're running it back and Sean McVay is screaming it. it it's been some kind of week.
3: Uh, it really, really, really has. I have a, I have a, a hypothesis on, on why the Rams won't repeat or why it is so difficult to repeat. It. We'll, we'll get to, but I, I do think that the, uh, that, uh, that, that Tom Brady made it, Tom Brady made it cool to get hammered, right? To get white boy wasted. Tom Brady's done a lot of things, but, but getting like uncomfortably. Uh, happy drunk i think tom brady has made into a very very cool thing which is that which is a, 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 as long as you're not behind the wheel of a car i'm good with i'm it's all it's all good
4: well i i think that was always kind of cool as long as you're not behind the wheel of a car I mean, I, I mean I've, I've had a lot of nights like that. You know, not not quite after celebrating winning the Super Bowl, but uh, uh, yeah, I always thought that was kind of fun. I mean, maybe I thought it was more fun than other people did around me, but uh, that was always something that I was I was it was part of my life growing up. Sure. Yeah, and,
3: and in fairness, Travis Kelsey was was that that Eagles maybe the Eagles parade was the first in which they were almost a little bit uncomfortably but still happy, happy, <laughs> happy, drunk. Right. <laughs> when uh, what was the outfit that he was wearing? I'm trying to think what the what what that actually was. Uh, what was an ode to, but uh, no, the Rams have been living it up and rightfully so. You went to the victors, go the spoils, yeah. and 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 uh, and they are they are in fact the champions. The other thing that's interesting is we've returned to the world champion thing, right? Which, if you remember when we were kids, the NBA when you'd win a championship, they would say it's the world championship. They've they've gone away from that because there is actually a world championship that we sort of care about, and there's the the uh, the the cut. What is it called the uh, maybe World Cup or whatever it's called. Um, And then, of course, you have the Olympics. So now we just call it the NBA championship, right? We celebrate the trophy. But the NFL, I can't remember them talking about it being a world championship until this year. I I understand there is no major football league anywhere else in the world, so technically they are right. But I don't remember that being a part of the discussion until, until this year.
4: Well, clearly they want to get ahead of the USFL. They don't want the USFL jumping in and saying, hey, wait a minute, you have a championship too. Uh, it just sounds better, right? It just, what sounds better, Super Bowl champion or world champion? Like, hey, we beat everybody in all these other countries. Meanwhile, they didn't have teams and didn't show up. It doesn't matter. World champion always sounds better than just champion.
3: Well, couldn't we also say that they're the, uh, so they're, they're the champions of the solar system? I mean, I'm not aware if there's a, a league on Mars or Saturn or Venus, but, I mean, why stop at the world when you can do the solar system? And honestly, I mean, like, listen, if we claim the galaxy, Rams to attack a football game.
4: Yeah, well, you never know where Aaron Rodgers could uh, ask for a trade to. So, it, it could, you know, you could. he he may know of some place in the solar system that he may be better off at than Green Bay.
3: He uh, He did very, very much look like he wanted to sing – Creed when he was at the uh, <laughs> he was Scott what's that guy Scott uh, Scott Stapp yeah he had he had he was feeling his Scott Stapp at the NFL award show wasn't he <laughs> you know he was, he was, can you take me higher Do-do-do-do.
4: <laughs> well, look, it, it hasn't been all sunshine, lollipops and rainbows to the Rams. Cause we'll get into the Matthew Stafford video coming up in a couple of minutes. But, you know, the, the funny thing is, you, you know, we're, we're talking you, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, right? And with everything going on with the Rams and celebrating them winning the Super Bowl, one of the things that pushed them along the way that that we're, I don't think we're talking about enough is that when you play in a big market, whether you're LA or New York or Chicago or look even 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 teams like Tampa and and Green Bay, they all deal with controversy, and sometimes it's enough and it rips the team apart, and it's hard to get past it. Look, even Brady had Antonio Brown quit in the middle of a game earlier this year, and Aaron Rodgers' drama was a daily thing. And as soon as they lost, was it Aaron Rodgers' fault? Was it Lafleur's fault? And in New York and Los Angeles, all, all these places, you deal with controversy regularly, and you can't get away from it. And, and it's something that just drags teams down. And for the Rams to be in the number two market and to to basically have this run to the Super Bowl where no matter what they had happened to them, any injury they had, they were able to cover. Cam Akers is out for the year. Doesn't matter. We got it covered. Matthew Stafford's had three bad weeks in a row with these throwing picks in the middle of the season. What's going to happen? No, that's good. We got it covered. It was just it was just a lull. Oh, what do we Robert Woods is out? What are we? We're gonna go get Odell Beckham Jr. And nothing that happened was anything that derailed them on the way. They were able to stay controversy free, where really the, the biggest thing was always, oh, as Matthew Stafford. Really gonna win, right? Is he for real? Is he good? Here's news flash. He has been good and he was even better this year. But like that's the only thing. And, and and other teams around the league are going, man, I wish that's what we had to deal with, just with people questioning how good our quarterback was in the midst of a winning season. They were able to take this, take controversy and, and make it a non-factor. The Lakers every day have controversy. The Dodgers have controversy. And it, it it's like they're unicorns they're, that they were able to win and not have to deal with any sort of, of, of that factor along the way.
3: That's because nobody actually cares about the Rams in L.A. They just don't. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, there were 30,000-ish people that came to that parade, Doug. Come on. The,
3: the, the Rams are, and, and look, I, you moved here a long time ago. We're broadcasting from Los Angeles. So I mean I'm I'm actually old enough. I moved to Southern California in 1981. So when they left in the mid 90s, I I remember it like, were they were not, <laughs> they weren't that popular in LA or even in Orange County when they left in the, in the early 90s, <clears throat> you know. So when they came back, there's plenty of football fans. They're football fans of the Raiders, probably number one. The Cowboys, number two. Then you have, you know, Packers, Steelers, Chiefs, Niners, and somewhere in there there's the Rams and. You know, the Chargers uphill battle is not just because there's not Charger fans, but they were actually the rival, <laughs> you know, the rival of of the Raiders for for so long. Um, and 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 so they're, they're fighting that battle. But I, I you know, I, I think this is the power of the Super Bowl is really amazing, you know, because all of those things, which are real things, Matt Stafford didn't play well for like now we're crowning him out, like it was Matt Stafford, a Hall of Famer, you know, we'll debate upcoming next like th- this and, and I, I, I do, I think he's got a shot at the hall of fame. Like, yeah, but like, are we just, are we completely forgetting the fact that he was, he was not great down the stretch of the season that they gagged away a league that could have, could have kept the Niners out of the playoffs. Like there, there's some flaws to it. Um, uh Yeah. I mean, look, the, the Odell Beckham jr. Like it, the, the timing ended up being sort of perfect. Right. But that wasn't the intent. Robert Woods went down after they had already picked up Odell Beckham jr. And you know, now all of a sudden they needed him, and it took him a couple of weeks to figure it out. Uh, I think the Von Miller acquisition, by the way, was the one that that tipped the scales. You know, my, my my take on the on the Super Bowl MVP is simple. I think Aaron Donald's a great player; he's been a great player, um, and he made a couple of great plays. First, he owes any of this any of this discussion on MVP like a a tip to Chris Collinsworth because Chris Collinsworth talked about him so much that you know those of us we don't have the All Twenty Two because anybody who watched the tape is like Von Miller was dominating the game in the first half. And and my belief is that though Aaron Donald was great, he's going against a a below average offensive line and he's playing with a group. That defensive front is nasty. They, they dominated the game. Whereas Cooper cup, there was no other options for the Rams. They running back. Couldn't, they couldn't make a first down. They couldn't move the ball running it. And they're without their number two and number three. And number four wide receiver, right? You don't have Tyler Higbee as your four. You don't have Robert Woods as your two. You don't have a, 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 um, a OBJ as well. Who's your two? Who was who? Because he was single covered, he was going to. He was probably going to win the MVP. He was going to light up the uh, light up the the Bengals. They had no other option, and it was a one man drive. I've never seen that, and I can't believe the Bengals like just stop one guy and you might win this game. Um, but I I think a good portion of the reason why they were able to stay out of the fray for the most part is that just the lakers the lakers mess overshadows it and they're just not la's just not wired it's not like a rams town it's like at the Ram, If matt stafford stinks there's not some pale that comes over the city you know
4: well i i kind of look at the rams like i look at the nets where nationally they're a big story but in their own backyard they're, they're behind a lot like like as, as- As much as the Nets are a big story, we talk about KD and Kyrie and the Harden trade, everything, they're always going to be behind the Knicks as far as as relevancy and and people paying attention. And here in L.A., the the Rams are going to be behind the Lakers, and they're mm-hmm. going to be behind the Dodgers as far as what everybody is paying attention to. So there's there's still that uh, that avenue there that's open to the to the controversy, and they just they, they didn't let it swallow them up, and and they have you know we, you talk about being good at all the different levels, front office, head coach, and, and and your player leaders, and that's kind of where they were. You know there 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 was nothing that allowed this to seep in, and Sean McVay did not allow this to seep in, and the belief in Matthew Stafford never waned, even when he was playing bad in the middle of the season. And, you know, when when you have tough times, you're trying to deal with stuff. It's like, hey, we've gotten this done all season long. You know, we've all believed on this. And look, it helped that you didn't roll coverages more towards Cooper Cup in the final drive, kind of like when Sam Mitchell decided, I'm going to keep single covering Kobe Bryant in his 81-point game. Why don't you do this a little more? No, 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 no. That's just what they're expecting us to do. But but I that that's a hidden part of it, that when you see where other teams fall short, and yeah, look at Tampa Bay. They bring in Antonio Brown. Down. And it worked for a while, and then it didn't work. And then suddenly, because of his mercurial behavior, Brady is without the guy that he liked the most. And the offense just wasn't really the same, and it just really didn't work. And Aaron Rodgers in the playoff game, it just really didn't work. And they couldn't move the ball at all on, on, on the Niners. And again, it was a playoff situation in which, uh, you know, LaFleur in the game plan wasn't really. Um, wasn't as good as it could have been to try to attack the Niners' defense. It was all these things that, that keep coming up. And and okay, is this like the number one reason why a team was able to win? Why? No, but it's a big part of it that when you have to, when you don't have to worry about any knuckleheaded stuff, it becomes an easier thing for you along the way.
3: It's fair. It's a fair point. What do you think of the Stafford video where now the photog had a broken back and 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 oh my god! Uh, but uh, you know. I just again, let, I'll I'll give you my thoughts in a second. But when you, when you saw the video, what did you think? I I when I saw this, I couldn't believe that this is a person. Like he
4: disappointed me as a human being, not not as a football player, not. But just when when they asked this woman who's a photographer to take their picture, and she you know she falls off the stage. Okay, nothing could have stopped that because it was just an accident. But when when you're a person, right? your first reaction is like, if someone's falling, it's, oh, like you move towards them. Like there's at least a little bit, like Kelly Stafford at least, oh, oh my God, I can't believe this. And she moved forward to see what was happening. Matthew Stafford just very coldly and calmly just turned around and said, nope, not getting involved, walking away. It's like, Dude, this woman just fell off the stage in front of you. You're the big football player. You you can at least call and say, "Hey, something happened. Come help this woman." And instead, nope. I'm just walking away. Kelly, you deal with it. I I, I really don't want to. I, mean, I I was I was disappointed in him as a person. I'm like, man, I was some some great things about Stafford and what he did at quarterback and his no look pass and the final drive. And then I I see that and I go. Dude, you just walk away. I mean, your first reaction, or even to stare over to the, the, the top of the stage and just go, wow, what happened? Are you okay? I mean, even you get that if someone doesn't want to get involved. It's, oof, what happened there? Man, hey, uh, anybody can help because I, I don't want to. But this just him turning and walking away, wow. I, I hope I don't ever need help from Matthew Stafford because he just turned to walk away from me. He wouldn't well, help me at all.
3: I, I mean, it. it's a it's a bad look. It, there's no there's no way to, to put it. It's a bad look. And, and and none of it's his fault and you do wonder like you know in the things that when you're when you're drunk and you're having a good time and it is almost like somebody who else and now she obviously was doing her job right um i i, I I've, I've thought a lot about this right like say you're drunk and then somebody you know somebody else who's drunk falls at a, at a party obviously you would think the first thing you would do is are you okay right that's the Are you okay? It's a very normal behavior. On the other hand, you know, when you're hammered and somebody else falls, whoa, I'm out. That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. I I think that was just, I think that's my only way to give him somewhat of a pass. But because there's videos, I don't know what it was, six, seven, eight feet off of a stage that you don't turn and just go like, hey, are you okay? Like, you don't have to go and start performing mouth-to-mouth and CPR to just ask the question, are you okay? Um, I, I, like, I, I do give him a little bit of a pass because of the excessive drinking, and it's not like he was, you know, we say everybody says this all the time, who you are as a drunk is who you really are, right? Happy drunk, happy person, angry drunk, angry person underneath. And Matt Stafford clearly was a happy drunk. So it's not like he's some angry person that enjoyed watching her fall and break her back. On the other hand, there is a lack of empathy there, which is a little alarming. And then, and then you know, he and Kelly come out. Now we'll, we'll pay for medical bills. Like, yeah, I don't know. Damage kind of done there, bud, as we all saw the video.
4: Look, I, I, I know that when you say, okay, let's add alcohol and that's a big variant. But at that point, Stafford, still, he's, he's standing having a conversation with his wife and everything is cool. And I saw it and I walked away right away. Yes, I, I don't. This wasn't where. Hey, I didn't really see what happened, or I wasn't paying attention. No, he's standing on stage, and he's he's taught, calmly having a conversation. Oh, she fell. Oh, I'm I'm walking off. Say, I I can't I can't really give him a pass for that. I mean, I I, I there's so many other things that that not just, Hey, we need some help here. Someone come over here and help. You know, waves just wave someone over. There's all kinds of people there. You can do that, and 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 for him to not even do that. I mean, I, 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 I can't. I, I, I get that he couldn't help her because she just fell, right? And this is not about them doing anything That that, hey, listen, you could have really stepped out and grabbed her and she could have fell. But, you know, throw on top of that the fact that they asked her to take the picture. You know I mean? Just think if, if, if you're on vacation, like say you and your wife are on vacation, right? You and your family is there. You're at you know, Disneyland or somewhere, and you say to someone, hey, could you do us a favor? Can you take our picture? Because that happens all the time. You go on vacation. Hey, you want me to take the picture? Yeah, that's great. And you're standing there, and you and your family, everybody's there, and, and the woman taking the picture has your phone, and she just stumbles backwards and falls like like eight feet. I mean, that, that's you going, Oh, hey, sorry. Well, all right. Sorry. Let, let's go, kids. Come on. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let, let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, Nemo ride. Come on. Let's go. I mean, th- that's that's the equivalent of it for anybody else. I don't know who doesn't who doesn't have a natural human response to, oh, are you okay? And, I, you know, look, when you're an athlete and I get that you're worried that people are going to be after you at certain times and if you're involved in something, I don't want to be in, in, in a case where, hey, this is someone that's going to get money from me or they're starting something with me in a bar or anything else like that. No, that if, if there was a, any kind of confrontation – that I could even understand. This is just you asked a person to take their take your picture and they right. fell and you just walk away from them. I th- I think they kind of had to say, "Hey, we're going to take care of your medical bills" because that optic and that look as you said it was just it's just awful to have that there.
3: It was it was not it was not a strong look. There is there's no uh, there's no denying that that <laughs> it's was one of those, not a strong look. <laughs> like ooh Oh, did I really, I did. I, did I really, it's, it, it reminded me of you remember that TV show uh, probably about 15 years old. Uh, what would you do? Right. The premise of it is, you know, like there's a a, 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 stroller, like rolling down a hill, you know, and it rolls by your chair at an outdoor restaurant. What would you get up and stop the stroller and help the baby inside? And we all say we would do it. And then you watch the video and, You know, very few people do it. That was like one of those, what would you do? And Matt Stafford was the, yeah, I'm out.
0: Uh, uh, I'm out. I'm I'm out. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that.
4: It's the Dan Patrick show, Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Dennis, although you and I would do a great show together, Doug, the two of I mean, we, we do great stuff here together. You and I do a great show together every day.
3: So you're trying to recruit me to be on the Jason Smith show?
4: I am. I'm trying. I, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of uh, things to okay. offer you, um, but I, I can just have, you know, a few things like, hey, we'll have sandwiches. Wow.
3: Like Harmon's coming at me on Twitter the way that Ocho <laughs> came at me on. Uh, <laughs> Harmon's coming after you on Twitter the way Ocho <laughs> came at me on, on Twitter yeah, last night.
4: Uh, you want to get into that a little bit in a few minutes, or uh, sure. how do you feel about that? All sure, right, whatever, very good.
3: Whatever.
4: All right, so uh, yeah, that that's a that's a Twitter beef that is really really eye opening. Uh, but right now, joining us now on the hotline, Fox Sports One analyst Pac twelve Networks Eddie House. He's on Twitter at Eddie House underscore fifty. Eddie, happy All Star break. How are you?
5: Uh, how you guys doing, man?
3: Uh, not I know I know Jalen. They lost last night, but I mean I don't know. If, have you been paying attention to this one, Jace? His son, Jalen, transferred from Arizona State to New Mexico, and Richard Bertino Jr. is kind of rebuilding New Mexico. His son and Jamal Mashburn's son have been killing it, killing it. And, like, look, there's a bunch of things to get into, but a lot of it, Eddie, is about, like, maintaining your confidence, isn't it? Like, that's, you had unbreakable belief in self, and your son has kind of regained that at New Mexico.
5: Yeah, he has. Well, you know, when your coach believes in you and 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 basically tells you what he wants from you, and he allows you to do those things and sort of kind of play through mistakes because we know the game of basketball is a mistake game. You're gonna make mistakes, but you got to be able to play through them and have an opportunity to be yourself and play your game. And he wasn't given that opportunity at Arizona State, and, and Coach Patino is has, has given him uh, all of the opportunity to play. And I mean, he feels free, and it, it's I, I'm happy for him that he's able to start enjoying basketball again because when you're not enjoying basketball, you, uh, you've probably been there before. It's the hardest thing to do when you're not having fun playing the game.
4: I'll tell you, Eddie, I wish I had talked to you before this, because over the holidays we went to New Mexico and I wanted to get a tour of the pit. I always wanted to see it and and, and hear about all the, the different reasons why it's so loud. And it was closed and I couldn't get in. You could have got me in, Eddie. You could have got me in. I, I could have pulled some strings, man. Next
5: time, hit us up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, so uh, with the NBA here, All Star break, Joel Embiid goes off last night. Big game against Giannis. Who's your MVP right now?
5: Oh man, um, yeah, I, I think I think we've seen two of the candidates last night between Giannis and Embiid. But you got to also put Jokic in the in the conversation. Um, you see what Jokic is doing with his team depleted. He still has his team in the playoffs. Um, You know, they're at the top of the standings, but they're definitely not at the bottom. They're right there in the thick of things in the middle. And if you look at what he's been able to do with, I think, with less, you know, with no Jamal Murray out there, I mean, that's a big part of their team. And he's been able to carry them when they got the win over the uh, Golden State Warriors a couple nights ago um, off of his pass. It's not just his scoring ability. It's his passing ability, Um, him pushing the floor, setting guys up. I think those three guys, and what's ironic about it, right, is we all said the big people said the big man is dead and you got three guys that are big men that are leading to me uh the MVP race.
3: Yeah, no, it's it it is interesting on how the reemergence of the center specifically has taken place over the past couple of years while we're we, we've been so caught up with the three point shots and, and, and how guards we thought we, we thought took over the game. Um, who do you side with in the Durant Harden kind of divorce beef?
5: Well, I'm not going to side with anybody. I think at the end of the day, we know what, what what James is, what his ability to play is never in question. Same thing with KD. But both of them can get sick of a situation very quickly. Uh, KD with the situation with the Warriors um, and We've seen it twice now already with, with James if uh, they're not happy. And, and I think that's the one thing about it is these guys that are the superstars um, and you are facing the franchise and franchise players, they have the power to make these moves. You know, people are in an uproar like, oh, man, what what is is gonna what what is the league going to do? The collective bargain is coming up. These owners are going to – well, it's only a handful of guys that can pull that type of power move. And they'll be able to still pull those type of power moves because they're getting that type of money. Um, a role player would never be able to say, "I'm unhappy and I want to get up out of here." Oh, if you did that, trust me, you'll, be, you'll get up out of here, but out of the league. Okay? So it's just two different <laughs> dynamics, and um, you know, I, I think it, it worked out for both for, for both parties, and I, I also think it worked out for both teams. But I, I think Brooklyn got the better end of that. You know, they got uh, a rebounder, they got a, a floor spacer, they got a young guy in his prime that. De- he's going to defer. He's not looking to get shots. He's looking to get guy shots instantly. He can help because he can rebound. He's six ten and he plays defense. They got better defensively, and then you pick up two first round uh, draft picks. Not that you need to draft somebody and, and hit a home run, but those are assets if you want to pick up another vet that can help you win a championship because their window is open now.
3: Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I I, I I like the move. I like the move sub- substantially. Is can can the Lakers be competitive in the playoffs? if they can get healthy in time?
5: Well, you got LeBron James, so you're going to be competitive. Now, uh, is that going to equate to you winning? I I, I don't think so. I just don't think if you look at their roster the way it's constructed, I don't think that they have enough top to bottom. And look at the top of the West, okay? I don't think they're going to be able to beat Phoenix. I don't care if they're healthy or not. I don't think they're going to be able to beat Golden State. I don't care if they're healthy or not. Memphis. They could probably give Memphis a run for their money, but what do the Lakers have a problem doing? That's guarding the perimeter, right? Yeah. And you're going to have an issue with Ja Morant. He's going to stay on the attack. It's going to be tough to beat them. LeBron is going to have to put the team on his back and do what LeBron does. It's not out of the realm of things, but, you know, he is getting along in the 2 We We don't see it in his play, but at the same time, you don't want to keep – he's going to have to play heavy minutes for them to even stay in contention to be in a playoff game or move up in the standing. So he's going to have to log heavy minutes coming up after this All-Star break. So I just don't see it. I, I, I did not like the, the Russell Westbrook move. I did not think that that was a good fit. But really, that's not the problem with the Lakers. The Lakers is – the problem is health, number one. And Anthony Davis to me. Anthony Davis just – you know, he was on a streak there of like 30 – like four straight games with 30 points Then. Giannis came in, they got smacked. Then he plays a couple nights later, Nurkic outplays him. And there's just no way that Nurkic is supposed to outplay Anthony Davis. Anytime, anywhere, I don't care what is happening, that's not supposed to happen. And to me, Anthony Davis is the main reason why, because he's, uh, he's not available and he's been consistently inconsistent. And, and to me, that's the reason why the Lakers are struggling, because they definitely rely heavy heavily on him. To be there to be at least in the game for them, so they can have a rim protector, another guy that can score. He's supposed to be the number two guy. He's just not been there for him.
4: Eddie, the Western Conference really top heavy. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about the Suns and the Warriors. You go to the East now, and you have six teams with the Celtics' recent hot streak, all within four games of the top. Who's the best team in the Eastern Conference?
5: I, I got to go with Milwaukee. I know they, uh, they they didn't get the win last night, but I like Milwaukee. Uh, we know Miami is. You know, all, well, coach, always going to be right there. Philly's going to make their push, but I, Milwaukee, when they get healthy, I think uh, when Serge Ibaka gets all the way acclimated with everything that um, that they need him to do, I, I just think that Giannis is still the one of the best players. Uh, arguably, you could say the best player in the league, if you want to. I mean, you can make an argument for that. I just, I don't like discrediting. These guys, I think that they've uh, earned the right to have the respect. When Connington comes back, that's going to help them a lot. Uh, I-, I like Milwaukee a lot. I think they're going to be a tough out, and, and Giannis is just something about him. He is just a—he's a—he's a straight beast. I mean, for real, when he when he puts his mind to something like that last night, a couple times, you know, Tobias Harris yeah. daring him to shoot, and he makes those shots. That's what's going to make him. That makes him so dangerous because now you can't just give him the three because he's going to knock it down. Now if you start getting close to him, he can get by you. He's extremely strong. I, I like Milwaukee, but you, you're right. The, the West is top-heavy. It's almost totally shifted. When the West used to be the conference, the Eastern Conference right now to me is the best conference in basketball. You, you, it, it, it's a lot of parity in there. And, and you spoke about the Celtics. They were on a hot streak. They ended up losing to Detroit. They're going to be a tough out. So I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this last little uh, couple months, this playoff push, to see where guys are going to, uh, teams are going to end up, and I think the playoffs is going to be amazing.
3: Yeah, we don't even know if Jamal Murray is going to be back, what, what he looks like, when he returns. That that could be a difference maker in uh, in in Denver. Of course, Golden State as as they continue to get healthy and involved. Eddie, great stuff. Uh, make sure you tell Jalen congrats. I've been paying attention. He's having an awesome year. And thanks for being our guest on the Dan Patrick Show.
5: No problem. Thanks for having me, and I will tell
3: him that. All right, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. You know, like he was, he was at Arizona State, and they just had too many guards, and all those guys left. And, um, and and look, if we're honest, New Mexico is is down a level from the from the Pac-12, considering where New Mexico is currently, right, and trying to be rebuilt. But gone somewhere, gotten a great opportunity, and having a fantastic uh, end of uh, of the season. He definitely could have given you a tour tour of the pit. Oh, you never, you never, that's a great, That's a great place. It's, I,
4: yeah, I, I that was one of, when we went with we, two places we wanted to go, we wanted to go to the Breaking Bad house, right. To see where, you know, Walter White was. Sure. And I said, I got to go to the pit. And my wife was like, okay, sure. And I'm, we're dry. And it's like, you know, typical, it, it, it's such a, it's such a, a cliche moment. We're driving, I'm going, and here's when they built the pit and the architecture did this. And this is why it's so loud. Cause you walk in and you see, you know, you actually go down when you come in and my family's like, yeah, we're going to drop you off. We're gonna drop you off and we're gonna go and then we'll come back and pick you up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Great. And I get there it was closed. The entire pit was closed. I'm like, there's nobody here. You there's not one in? person here. No, could, I couldn't get when, in.
3: When was it? Was it was like COVID? Was everything shut down? When was this?
4: It was it was over it was after Christmas. So we went, it was actually, you couldn't during, get in. No, there was nobody Doug. There wasn't anybody there. There's it was always, the somebody, there's always was somebody there.
3: I, I will, was I will text you. I will text you off air. There's <laughs> you were trying like at the main entrance. That's the problem. Like don't go I went, to the main no, entrance. No,
4: I went all the way around. I went main entrance. I went the backside. Went the backside I'm knocking. I'm not and nobody. You I'm went like, to how the Davalo is nobody center? The,
3: the, p- the, the You went to the Davalos Center where the basketball, that's the, the basketball center is attached to it. Uh, what, what's unique about that building is not just dug into the ground. Lots of buildings are dug into the ground. You're at a mile high altitude and they redid it. I don't know. It feels like a decade ago. And they they took out some seats and put in and redid boxes. It's awesome. So it's not huge. It's like 14,000. I think what's, what's amazing about it is they're the pro team of not just Albuquerque, but kind of the state. Mexico state's a tremendous program, but they're the team in the state. And when you go to these college campuses, one of the reasons you want the students to be like, I saw UConn, UConn is back. Right, like Danny's got it. Danny Hurley's got it rolling, and the students are back, and they were on campus in Gamble a couple nights ago in that place. And I'm like, you got to move the students down to the right on the sideline. And the reason is the students are into the game, right? The difference in that place specifically is I've never seen old people, they blue hairs, crazier than in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Like the (laughs) students are like, whoa, hey, Granny, Granny, that chant. It's a little bit too like they are into it when they're good. <laughs> when 2013, when that was Alford's last year, and I think they won the league three years in a row, whatever. That was the that was the best environment. You know, I, I played in a great environment. I'm going to Duke tomorrow. I mean, those are those are the best environments in sports, not just in basketball, college basketball, in sports. Where I mean, it's just a hum and a buzz, even when you're warming up. It's a it is a it, it's definitely on the bucket list. You should go. I'd say by next year, the following year, Patino will have that thing where they're competitive at the top of the league. You go when, when San Diego State comes in town. Hopefully, I think UNLV will be back by then. Even the Wyoming's of the world, it's a those are it's a great place to watch a game.
4: Oh, I'd I'd love to hear some of that uh, at the. And I thought just getting cursed out by the woman who owned the Breaking Bad house was going to be my highlight of the trip.
3: No, no, there's a guy named Snake who he may <laughs> have been an extra in Breaking Bad. There's okay. a dude named Snake. He's a and and Snake is a he's a he he's a he's a, he's a awesome dude. You meet Snake, Snake will show you the ropes.
4: <laughs> so I go and knock on the back door and say, yeah, we're snake. I'm looking for snake. That that's not gonna end well. I can already tell that's not gonna end well.
3: Correct.
4: <laughs> Snake is here for you. Uh, the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Dan. That's Twitter at How About A Fresca. Doug at Gottlieb show. Coming up next, uh, we're gonna address what's been going on the last twenty-four hours with Doug and Emmanuel Acho. It has been something on social media. That's next right here, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And
0: within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck Duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents
0: We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat.
4: Which is better? Crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh,
0: well, I would crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite, get it delivered to your door. Visit slash patrick or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
4: Hello, welcome inside. Hour two, the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Hit us up on Twitter at HowAboutAFresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. Uh, thanks to Michael Lee for stopping by last hour on the show. We got more NBA on the way, including the latest on Anthony Davis, who now looks like he's only going to be out for a month after that injury the other night. I mean, only but, a month. Well, it looks it looked awful. It looked. It looked like one of those injuries that. Oh my! My God, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. His is ankle turned. I think the guy's made of rubber. You know, because we have this happen like five times a year. Look at that injury by Ado. He's not coming back for a while, and then he's back out of the locker room in five minutes. I mean, that looks really, really bad.
3: It was a sprained ankle. It was a badly sprained ankle. A month is a long time. I mean, I. I don't. You know. I mean, I, he's helped by the All Star break. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. What's What's interesting about Anthony Davis, a friend of mine. Um, who's in the Lakers organization told me, which is when LeBron, like last year, he had the high ankle sprain, and they're like, yo, man, you're going to be out two to four high ankle sprains are hard probably four weeks. LeBron is everyday treatment guy at the house as well, back in two weeks, whereas technically Anthony Davis is a guy like, oh, I'm out four weeks? I'll see you in four weeks. And nobody sees or or hears him. (laughs) So that's, (laughs) that's, 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 that's like, it's a vacation. It's a long time for a (laughs) sprained ankle. It's a badly sprained (laughs) ankle, but it's a, it's a long time. And we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see when he comes back. And if the Lakers can keep it together by the time he gets back. Sorry, keep going. You were vamping. I apologize.
4: No, 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 no! It's all good. It's just it, it, I, I, it, when you, when that happened, you saw the way his, the side of his ankle hit the floor, and I'm like, okay, this is he's done for. The, we're not seeing him again. Like we're, we're not going to see him again until the fall, or maybe Put we don't see him off, as a Jason, Laker again. You didn't
3: break his leg in half. He sprained
4: his ankle. Yeah, but he's but AD is not the guy. Is not the uh, uh, you know Mr. Slim Goodbody stay in shape all the time. Something like that. I'm like, no, okay, no, that's going to no, keep him
3: out forever. No question, but I I I think. I, that that's what a badly sprained ankle looks like that's that that's what it looks like you're you know you you turn that thing badly it was bad it was bad do we see him yeah. in a month do you think we see him in
4: a month or are we yes. not going to see him in a month yes we'll see but we'll see him in what one, one month from the day okay i'm out a month one month of the day i'm here
3: yes <laughs> yes i'll see you in a month
4: okay well that's, you month. told me you'd see me i'm here i'm, I'm back i'm reporting yeah <laughs> uh Big stuff out of the NFL yesterday. Uh, I probably saw this headline that the Packers, hey, please, Aaron Rodgers, please stay, uh, hired Tom Clements as their quarterback coach. Now, Tom Clements is probably a name you've seen over the course of the past 30 years, very highly regarded, one of the biggest quarterback gurus in National Football League history and a guy that Rodgers has long credited with his development during his early days in the league. Tom Clements has worked with a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of successful guys. And here's Aaron Rodgers now getting Tom Clements, who's coming out. Out of retirement because he's 68 uh, to come and coach quarterbacks with the Packers. And now clearly, here's an olive branch for Aaron Rodgers as hopefully things thaw. Now I, I know Doug, there's something bigger that the that the Packers can do to clinch him coming back. But do, do you buy this that that this is the hey we, we really want to uh, mend fences with Aaron Rodgers? We're going to do some things here publicly that uh, are going to help that along the way.
3: Yes, yes, I I think you know if you if you uh, if you track what's been going on in green bay right where the reports were that Aaron Rodgers stayed around green bay a little bit longer than he n- normally does after they lost to the to the San Francisco 49ers and that he was uh, on some levels involved in some you know planning and decision making as they knew they were going to lose Nathaniel Hackett um this this feels like a this feels like a Denver made a really good move to put him in check and then you know, I don't know enough about I, I know an enough about uh, chess, but this does feel like a a reversal, almost like a checkmate. Or if you want to use the wrestling analogy, right? Like you got him. Denver might have had him pinned. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Green Bay's like, nope, got you exactly where I want you. Bring back Tom Clemens feels like uh, this is what Aaron wanted. We're going to adjust the roster. We're going to bring back Devontae Adams. He's going to get a new contract. That's what it feels like. Look, I, I I totally understand if you watch the second straight Super Bowl of a quarterback getting out of their longtime home and in their new spot in their first year winning a Super Bowl. That's hard to compete against, right? Because anybody sit there and go like, man, you know, Aaron Rodgers would just get to Denver Broncos or to you know pick other team, but uh, you know. Aaron's still under contract. They don't have to trade him. They don't have to do anything. Devontae Adams, frankly, still under contract and can be franchise tagged. So the Packers do hold those cards. And when you listen to what Aaron said uh, at the uh, NFL uh, honors uh, dinner, you realize that whether he really thinks it or not, he sure is selling us that he actually loves his head coach. Like they have a really good relationship.
4: (laughs) Until the playoffs. When uh, when suddenly they can't do anything,
3: I, I mean uh, they don't they don't have good enough players around him. That's that that's it. Like you take away Devontae, he's not he doesn't have a good enough. Uh, AJ Dillon got hurt, didn't have a good enough tight end. I love Mercedes Lewis, but he's not he's not. All these other guys have, you know, le- the big time quarterbacks have a legit tight end. He doesn't have one. Uh, no one else scared anybody, and they're playing the freezing cold. Nobody and then you know that they get rid of what what, what think about that what they did. They went and hired Rick, Rich Pasacha who is a very a very well-regarded special teams guy. Ask anybody in the AFC West and like, you know what, Basachi's been really well-regarded. That, that's to fix their special teams. They go and get his longtime mentor and friend who he lost his mind over when they left in Tom Clemens and bring him back. This feels like this is all part of Aaron Rodgers saying, like, look, if we're going to do this, let's do this right. Let's hire really good coaches and then we'll adjust the roster and let's run this thing back.
4: Well, look, now, now I have that visual Sean McVay yelling, run it back, like right, right next to me that scares me when I hear it now. Uh, here's the thing about, about Rodgers. A couple of, couple of quick things is that Rodgers now, I wonder how much of this is, okay, if I get traded, they're sending me to the AFC. Right? like there, There's people I've talked to that have said, listen, if they make this deal, they desperately want to send him to the AFC. Sure. And The AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. You want to go to the AFC West and it's Mahomes and Herbert, or, and then you get to the playoffs and it's Josh Allen. And That's a really difficult thing because when you look at what's happening in the NFC, Brady just walked away. You have no idea what's happening with Kyler Murray in Arizona right now. He's unhappy and he wants more money and I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to give it to him. Uh, I wonder how much of Rodgers is that, wait a minute, wait a minute staying here is probably the path of least resistance to the Super Bowl because I could go in into the AFC and just get eaten up if I wind up with the wrong team and and trying to get through the some of those quarterbacks in the playoffs now Joe Burrow is a guy got to get through uh I don't know that I really want to do that so maybe staying here turns out to be the right thing and he sees that as part of how do I get to the Super even though we, we lost at home to the 49ers um yeah I lost to Jimmy Garoppolo so maybe this is better because if I'm losing to Jimmy Garoppolo Hopefully, we can make changes where next season I can get past Garoppolo and Matthew Stafford, and not have to worry about Mahomes and Herbert and Burrow and Josh Allen and whatever the Patriots wind up doing. Uh, this is the this is the better place for me to stay.
3: Yeah, it's I just think it's really hard to know what 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 matters to him, what he wants. I do feel like you know he's got kind of a wandering spirit, you know, and he's he, he you know, kind of path to discovering himself. I mean, obviously there have been headlines that uh, his engagement is off. Is that because he's staying in Green Bay and she doesn't live in Green Bay and doesn't can't and doesn't want to live in Green Bay? Uh, Or is that because he has a wandering spirit and he doesn't love the commitment to it because he's been committed to the same football program, football team for 17 years? I I don't know. Um, I don't know if 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 a quarterback sits there and goes, yeah, you know, they have they have Josh Allen. Like, those guys are confident enough in themselves that they don't care who's playing quarterback on the other side. You know, you get me a good enough team, I'm going to I'm gonna win you a Super Bowl. I, I think I generally believe that's how most of those guys think. Like, I don't think Tom Brady sought out Tampa and said, well, wait, who's on their schedule and who's in the NFC? And yeah, okay, now that works. I think it was, you know, location-wise, they had talent. They had a, had a coach that would allow him to kind of do his thing. And it, you know, it all, and it was a completely different style than how he had, how the the program was run when he was in New England. I don't think the rest of the conference really matters. Uh, But there is the reality that there's no way the Green Bay Packers are trading him to anybody. At first, I don't think they're trading him. Who wants to be the guys who traded Aaron Rodgers? Like, oh, you guys are the ones who traded Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, I don't, after he won an MVP, like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but well, I, I don't, traded I don't, Brett
4: Favre. They do things differently. I mean, yeah, they but just remember, do it differently. Brett,
3: the Brett Favre thing was different, right? Like, let's contextual. Let, let's give context to it. Brett Favre thought about retiring for two consecutive years. Then he did retire, and then he's like, "You sure? Yep, I'm done." Okay, Aaron Rodgers team. And then Brett's like, you know what? I want to play again. Like, dude, we already gave the team to Aaron Rodgers. Can't do it. And then they traded him. That's not where we are with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is coming off of an MVP season. Okay, where and. They're acquiescing to so many... They they go and get a wide receiver that he wants last year, you know, in in, uh, Randall Cobb. Now they go and get Tom Clemens back. I have no doubt that going to hire Rich Passaccia was probably... uh, They probably leaned on Aaron Rodgers in terms of, you know, who do you trust here because they were such a disaster in special teams. It's different than the Brett Favre one.
4: You want to ensure that he comes back. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb here on The Dan Patrick Show. If you want to ensure... That Aaron Rodgers comes back. Hiring Tom Clements is great. Trade Jordan Love. Trade Jordan Love because that accomplishes things uh, two different things. It's like the double meanings for trading Jordan Love. If you trade him, you are admitting if you're the Packers, hey, we were wrong. And being wrong means we were wrong about him as a a prospect because, look, clearly you hear people, you, you hear stories in the Packers, look, he's not ready still. This is two years going on. We traded up to get him in the first round. Okay, he's a sunk cost. We are admitting that we were wrong about him. But you're also admitting, hey, Aaron, we were wrong to try to push you out. You know, we, we drafted Jordan Love to take over. We, we expected this to be the year, and it didn't work out for him. You've won two MVPs. This is them saying, Aaron, this is about as sorry as we could say we are without having to have a press conference saying, we're all here to say we're sorry, wearing T-shirts that say, Aaron Rodgers, we're sorry. This accomplishes both of those things. And and if you're the Packers, you don't have to worry about blowback on it because, look, first-round picks don't work out all the time, right? There's guys that get waived after their first couple years for many different reasons it's more high profile because of what happened and then Aaron Rodgers who took on the Packers and threatened to leave and threatened to have changes so I think there's a little bit more involved with Favre than, than that but if, if, if you're moving on from him whatever you get for him you get for him and Packers fans and, and pundits are going to say well hey they made the move to, to move on from him they realized their mistake and now what they have as a result is Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback there for the next three or four years and he'll get a new contract he'll get some money and and, and this is how it's going to work out because can he really leave after you trade love after hey we're going to bring in Tom Clements. we're going to get rid of Jordan Love everything we've done for you Aaron now now can he really still say no like it I want out that that's like the big pressure point that would get him to absolutely commit and stay.
3: I don't think, I I think the idea of pushing him out is not accurate at all. I I just don't. I think they protected themselves against what the dolphins have gone through. The bills went through all these teams that have great quarterbacks. You go back three seasons ago. And though I thought he had a pretty good year, many people were saying, you know, he's kind of declined some, he doesn't like being there. And, and Jordan, Jordan Love was. This was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a couple years away. And then Aaron Rodgers, you would you would have expected his skills to have eroded at the time he wasn't all in on the program, and he's completely come around. I, I I thought it was actually a smart, kind of safe sort of pick. And I do think that because there's so few highly touted prospects coming out of this year's NFL draft, it wouldn't stun me if they could get close to a second for him, which is which is not exactly pennies on the dollar, right? He, he did. He has trained under Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't, I don't, or, or do they keep him? Um, could they? Yeah, of course they could. Of course they could. If they re-sign Aaron Rodgers to a new deal where there's three years. Now, at some point in time, they're going to draft another quarterback. You have to draft another quarterback. And oh yeah, by the way, just for anybody who doesn't pay attention, ask anyone inside NFL front offices that has a star quarterback. And I, I know I have a friend who was in, uh, was in Indy when Peyton was there, they would draft a guy in the sixth round and Peyton would be like the first call the next day. Like, who is this guy? You know, they're, (laughs) they're all like that. They, whether, I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, actors and movie stars and people in our business. And some of the most talented people are some of the most insecure people. And they worry about things that don't have anything to do with them. Uh, But that's, that's kind of human nature, if you will. So, I, I do. I think they could trade Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I think. And I think this is a pretty good year to do so in the draft. Um, but I think, you know, you got to have there's got to be a succession plan at some point in time. If that happens, it would coincide with a contract extension to Aaron Rodgers, which would put all this to rest. And that's probably what they do in order to navigate the cap and keep Devontae Adams and go out and get some more talent.
4: See, I, I'd be with you in a vacuum, but but here's why I disagree, is that not all quarterbacks are made the same. Some quarterbacks are okay with having the young guy, okay, look, I'm going to help him, I understand, this is how it works, I'm going to play until I can't play anymore, and then this guy's going to take over. Other guys get mad. Look at what happened with Brady and Garoppolo in the Patriots. They drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, this is not happening. Uh, Bob Kraft, you got to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo gets dealt, Brady gets pissed, and he winds up leaving and wins his last Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Uh, I think you have- have to know the the makeup of your quarterback to know that this guy's okay with it, this guy's not okay with it, this guy's not okay with it, but it might be able to motivate him. You get into a, a dicey situation there where it's like, okay, I get that you want to have your next quarterback on the roster, but that's not always good for the quarterback you have there. And here are the Packers who can look back and say, okay, well, did we succeed? We had Aaron Rodgers the last two years. He's won two MVPs. We had home field advantage in the playoffs, and we couldn't get to the Super Bowl. And now we have to worry about remaking our relationship with our quarterback and giving him a ton more money, and, and hopefully this is going to work. But, but overall, it's, we've gone through a lot of stuff, and here we are basically the same place we were two years ago.
3: Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, look, I, I think it's a really good – I think they're a much better football team than they were two years ago. I think they need, I think they need a little bit of help. Their offensive line hasn't been good enough. Um, obviously, not having David Bakhtiari all year that 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 helps change things, and he needs another guy or two. He needs a tight end. He needs he needs a tight end, and he needs another guy or two. I, I don't know if Odell Beckham Jr. would have would have worked, uh, but that would have been a swing that you might have wanted to take. Now, kind of in hindsight, because they need, they absolutely need another playmaker in addition to fixing the offensive line. But I again, I, I think that it, it was hard to tell where the signs were pointing, pointing when you're watching that NFL awards, right? Because there was a certain nostalgia, a certain 17 years. On the other hand, when you talk, hear people talk about what's happening in Green Bay, and then you see them hire Tom Clemens, who Aaron Rodgers has an immense amount of respect for, you feel like, and you hear him saying, I'm going to make this decision quicker. I think he's staying. I, I really think he's, I, I'm going to say it, I think, I think he's staying.
4: Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. And speaking of staying, hey, you talked to Daniel Jeremiah earlier this week on your show, and DJ says, uh, this is going to wind up being about the money.
5: Let's hear from it's Daniel Jeremiah. We see a lot of people around the league, and the expectation from everyone I talk to is Aaron Rodgers is going to get a new contract in Green Bay, and he's not going anywhere. That If there's a quarterback leaving Green Bay, it was more likely to be Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers. So that's kind of the expectation from the, from the guys that I talked to
3: as Daniel Jeremiah earlier on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio, see the biggest stars live on HBO max catch max original peacemaker starring John Cena and don't miss the HBO original winning time. The rise of the Lakers dynasty. I can't wait to see that one. Discover all this and more HBO max for just nine ninety nine a month. The, have you seen the previews for it? It, it yes. looks insane. It looks
4: absolutely insane, the previews for that show. Yes. Mm. Uh, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. Coming up next, we got Charles Robinson from Yahoo stopping by. After everything we've seen this week, is Tom Brady really retired? Uh, maybe not. That's next right here, Fox Sports
2: Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
3: at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath and a two-hour nap because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge.
5: Just Before you
2: board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.
0: The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. With hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin, it's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQE.